Hello and welcome to the Tesla Life number 222, all twos today. And uh, it is, what is today? It's the last, I guess this is the last Tesla Life of, of September, uh, the 29th of September, 2021. Welcome to the show, everyone. We've got a lot of news and a lot of stuff about the button that's going yes. to be uh, <laughs> talked about today. And uh, it's associated uh, problems or... or uh, or uh, turmoils, uh, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, first, we want to welcome our co-host, Miss Casey Green, joins us from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. It's definitely fall weather and fall daylight hours. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's autumnal out there. <laughs> Do you remember that there was still some daylight at like 845 in the evening? And now that's yes. long gone. It's, Long uh, gone. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's getting real dark by seven now. So uh, yeah. yeah, we're we're heading into that winter season. There is no doubt about it. Definitely, I'm not looking forward to the cold, but I do. <laughs> fall and winter are actually my favorite seasons because no bugs. Uh, you don't have to worry about cutting the grass and changing stuff. But uh, in the winter, you got to shovel snow, so it's like. <sighs> yeah, it's don't have to shovel water all that much, but snow <laughs> it gets heavy, definitely. Yes, <laughs> especially when it's mixed with water. That's the worst Ooh. kind of snow. That uh, that uh, heavy, heavy snow is no fun to move, as you very well know. Definitely. Well, let's get started. Uh, I've right. got a bunch of stories. Um, first one, we're going to talk a little bit about India. Tesla, of course, uh, has been making some test runs in India. And uh, we know that they have been speaking to the Indian government uh, and the Indian government has been coming back to them about, hey, we need uh, we need you to build a plant here because uh, we want you to employ people. We want you to build the cars here and then we'll drop our excise tax. Uh, and Tesla has been negotiating back and forth. But what I want to talk about today is uh, with the road tests that they have been doing in India, uh, some information has come back and this article from uh, Drive Tesla Canada uh, where they've uh, talked about that maybe the Model Y may be the first vehicle to launch in India over the Model 3. And why, you may ask, uh, is because apparently road conditions are not all that great when it comes to clearance in India. So obviously, uh, there is some issues uh, with um, roads uh, and the Model 3 clearance compared to the Model Y clearance. So this story kind of uh, indicates that uh, that may be the deciding factor uh, for what vehicle goes there first. And uh, so that, that obviously is going to mean that Cybertruck is going to do really well in India. Uh, <laughs> but, but that's an even larger vehicle. Um, so uh, Indian roads are not uh, as great uh, as, uh, for example, North American roads, uh, where you've got this uh, this uh, possible problem. So uh, this was uh, discussed recently in this article. So uh, although uh, with a, uh, you know, they're trying to keep the price point low, and of course the Model Y is more than the Model 3, uh, but um, that's... That's what uh, this article is indicating. So we will have to see as India gets a little bit closer to uh, rolling out. <laughs> oh, who we got in the chat today? Who was first? Casey, was that uh, Kenny? Kenny, and, yeah. And then uh, Kelly Schneider. Hello, yeah. Kelly. Hello, Kenny. 
welcome. Definitely. I say get that Cybertruck. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> now, that's funny because because I've heard about Ryan and what he says about the Cybertruck, and he's having a hard time getting over the looks, the distinguishing looks of the Cybertruck. You and, don't see uh, it from the my inside. Advice, my advice <laughs> to him would be, hey, download a couple of pictures and then just yeah. look at them over and over, day after day, and they start yeah. to grow on you. Because uh, I was of that mind, too. When I first saw it roll out on stage uh, a number of years ago, when it first came out, I was like, man, that is crazy looking. And uh, I heard so many people <laughs> say that. But after a while, it grows on you. It really does. It does. So it does. keep that in mind. Yeah. So I, I think that with the with starting with Model Y in India, we'd, we'd, we'd get them two things. One, it doesn't appear that the Model Y has had the ground clearance issues. And, and two, right now, while they're still battery pack constrained, that will allow them more profit. And since it's more expensive, it will allow them to kind of match supply and demand better. Kind of like they've been doing here in the States, where they just keep jacking up the price of the X and the, uh, and the S to hope people stop buying them for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, obviously, there's, there's no shortage of them being able to sell cars. Uh, right. In fact, uh, it just seems to be getting worse. And, and as Casey and I and, and Patrick, who's, who's not with us today, have indicated, we think this is only going to continue until Berlin and Texas come online. Is really what I think. There we go. Pictures are going on the walls. There you go. So uh, that that is something that um, that uh, we see is not going to uh, you know change until those new factories start to come up and online because uh, Tesla is selling absolutely every vehicle that they can make and even beyond that as we see the waiting times are increasing. Yeah, and then they've shown us and told us that their priority is Model Y. The Berlin factory is starting with Model Y. The Texas factory is starting with Model Y. The China factory has like gone all in on Model Y. And I bet you that as soon as they get some more space in Fremont, they'll just continue building Model Y there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, well, with that, on to our next story. And this is about some insurance. Yeah. And uh, Casey's going to let us know where Tesla insurance is probably going to show up first. So from what we can tell, based on regulatory filings and statements from Elon and, and, and a little bit more, it's looking like the Tesla insurance is going to first appear in Texas and New York. And we're looking at Texas next month and New York probably early 2022, assuming that everything goes smoothly for them. It's already available in California and I think one other place, but it's not the same product that we're going to be looking at here in Texas and, and New York, where they're going to be real time where your, your insurance could change up to 50% each month, but you'll get a warning first. And it's going to be based on your driving. So if you start driving better, you can get a warning that your rate is about to plummet. Or if you start becoming a jack leg, you can find that, you're, <laughs> that your rate is going to go through the roof. Yeah, if it can go one way, you can go the other way too, can't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, they're probably going to be using the same thing that we'll be talking about uh, in, in another story uh, shortly that uh, Tesla is going to be examining with all the metrics in the car, they're going to be able to know how effectively or poorly you're driving the vehicle. And if, uh, and if that information changes, uh, that's going to affect your uh, Tesla insurance rate too, because it's, it's hooked directly to it and it will run uh, the simulation every month and uh, indicate what your rate is going to be based on the driving history that the car has recorded. So 
I don't know. This is, uh, you know, especially in the early days when uh, some of those insurance companies had you wanted wanted you to attach that dongle to your car, so yeah. it, they could collect that information and then do effectively the same thing of what Tesla's doing with its standard equipment. Um, I was like, geez, I don't know if I want my insurance company to monitor me. I don't know if I want them to record it and have a history and and look over the past months or years of my driving abilities. And uh, But I, I think this is where it's going. Like, I yeah. really think that uh, this is probably going to be par for the course going forward, uh, that uh, it's going to be based on your actual driving uh, that the car in this case is going to record and store. Yeah. So at least Tesla gives you a, a using autopilot discount. Or right. The insurance company well, probably wouldn't because they can't tell the difference right now. That's right. They, they, they never know if you were doing it or not. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of interesting. So Texas first and then New York uh, possibly in early 2022. So We'll have to see because when it rolled out in California, and you did mention, Casey, that it is a different system, so it's a different yeah. insurance system. But uh, I remember that there were there were large amounts of people that were on both sides of the insurance yes. in California saying it's an Something increase for me. Up. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, insurance is a personal thing. If you've had a it couple is. of accidents under your belt, if you've had a couple tickets, those, uh, you know, the insurance can affect people differently uh, based on their driving experience so yeah i you know I mean, are those are the people that were hit with the higher rates because they were poor drivers in the first place i don't know allegedly but the um, the initial the initial rollout of the tesla insurance product in china and china in california was uh there's a reason they didn't roll it out nationwide uh, at first they were just basically uh acting as your employer does and getting you a group discount with whoever their providers were and then they started to massage it a little bit and then now we're starting to see what was actually promised, where the car is tattling on you, and that could be to your benefit or to your detriment. Right, right. Well, that's uh, that's going to be something to watch uh, as we get uh, a little closer. And, yeah. and, and uh, it's, it is still optional. You can use your own insurance company. But oh yeah. If you they, like, if you like what yeah. Tesla's offering, why not? Well, you know, having a quote from them would be interesting to see, certainly. Uh, exactly. There's nothing wrong in, in seeing how the rates compare to what you currently have. And, and everybody shops for rates. So I can oh, definitely you know be see. Cool? What's that? Put it, in, put it in the app. Be like, hey, you know, here's your safety score. And here's what we... What By the we, way, if you'd like to go rate. with insurance for us, this is, this is your <laughs> six-month rate right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting because... Uh, I, oh yeah, Casey, you've hit it on the head. That, that's <laughs> definitely what they're going to do. They are they're definitely going so to many. <laughs> yeah, and just uh, you know, just send you these nice little re reminder alerts that hey, you could be saving X because here's our rate. You know, exactly. So, very good, very good. Well, another Tesla factory of sorts has broken ground, and this time, it's in California. So uh, yeah, in California. Yeah, that's right. They were. Uh, they have, uh, and we've talked about this. And and what's the uh, city in California? It starts with an L. Um, um, they have the, the they're the funnest names to say. This one yeah. is Lathrop. Lathrop. Okay, so Lathrop is a town that's about roughly halfway between the Bay Area and uh, Reno, Nevada. 
So it's a, along that corridor about halfway. So I would say it's about an hour or so uh, either direction. Um, what is interesting to see here is that uh, this uh, factory that they built apparently is going to be for uh, mega chargers. So uh, Lathrop's mayor actually was the one that kind of broke the news and it indicated that uh, he was happy that Tesla had chosen his community to build their uh, mega power pack uh, location uh, in his town. And uh, then there was a, a follow-up uh, later where it was showing a, a picture of a bunch of people with golden shovels digging into some, some dirt. Uh, and behind them, uh, mega charger was sitting on a transport truck trailer. So... Uh, this apparently is start, the start of the rollout of a, a, a particular location that's going to build these new mega chargers. Now, what's interesting here is that about an hour down the road towards Reno, we've got ourselves Gigafactory 1, mm -hmm. which is underutilized, uh, which has not been built out to its full size. And it really, Shouldn't that be where this is built? So that was my question as well. Is is is, is it a matter of that Gigafactory One is able to meet its goals with less footprint now, or is it that they can't hire enough people to make it worth building the rest of the building? Bingo. That's that's what many critics have said about Gigafactory One to begin with. If you build a factory out in the desert, you're going to have problems getting people to come live around it so they can work there. Yeah. And in this case, we've got a factory, a huge factory, which requires a huge amount of people. And it's yeah. not close enough to housing, uh, to entertainment, to food. Uh, it's, it's out in the desert. Now, exactly. I've driven from Reno to the Gigafactory. It's not all that long. It's just down a, a major highway a few minutes, uh, maybe now that I think about it, maybe it was 25 minutes or so. But apparently they just can't get enough employer employees to go live in that area to work at Gigafactory. So they are rolling the dice here a little bit and say, move this particular part of the factory in towards California, and we should have better luck in hiring engineers and such uh, to come work at it because it's closer to where they live or it's, it's closer to a major population uh, that we can draw from uh, employees from. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically it. So Gigafactory 1 is looking more and more like, uh, you know, it, it served its purpose. Uh, it started to anyways, but. And it's met its goals. It, I mean, it's doing the 35 gigawatt hours they promised. It, it's, it's certainly producing batteries, but it, if they've taken a little parcel of it and put it elsewhere, that the writing's on the wall. I don't think they're going to be keeping, they're not going to expand it. I doubt it. I doubt that that's going to expand. It's going to be something that will eventually uh, probably even pare down even further because they just can't get the number of employees to go work yeah. at that particular location. So, so my question actually wasn't even about Gigafactory 1. It was actually about Gigafactory 2. So what does this mean for Buffalo? Because Buffalo is currently building Megapacks for the world. So is this to augment them? Is this going to allow them to produce something else? Or what's going on here with, with Buffalo? 
Yeah, that's that's another good point. Although I would I would think that having um, factories on either side of the of the continent would probably be a good idea. Yeah, um, I mean, for logistics, that'd be awesome if they could ship to Europe and and, and and over the Atlantic from yeah New York, and they could ship to Asia and and the Western U.S. from California. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, they I don't know. Heavy, I've, I've always know. said I've always <laughs> said that I I would love to see in the Buffalo area for that to expand and even get mm. into building vehicles, uh, yes. because. Tesla does need some sort of presence in the Northeast and uh, with such a large population and people buying vehicles there that I would think that, uh, and, and there, there's a workforce there. Uh, yes. You know, it's, uh, it is, it is part of the traditional rust belt. Uh, so there used to are a number stuff. of different employees that are available uh, for those yeah. areas and putting something up in that area or, you know, Erie PA or uh, Northeast, uh, like Cleveland, Ohio, something like that would be, I think, ideal. Uh, yeah. It would, they would have the employees and they would also have some expertise and they would have the location. So, yeah. And shipping, it's right there on the water. <laughs> exactly. Right there on the water is exactly right. So, we will have to see. We will have to see. But let's get into the main story today. Oh, and, yeah. of course, that is the button, which did show up late Friday evening. It now, showed up Casey... on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so, Casey, when you saw the button, when was it? Uh, well, I was asleep because okay. I, stayed up till, yep. st I stayed up till, what, 3 in the morning? Oh, and... no. Oh, no, 4. I, I was 4 in the morning. I stayed up waiting. And, and then... <laughs> I fell asleep at, at 4.30, and then I got a text from the um, the car at 5.25 or so. I was already passed out sleep. So first thing I, I did when I woke up was just manually update it from the phone, and then went back to sleep. <laughs> uh, but when we got in the car, I, I, I did a little video. Uh, same as everybody else. You had to point the camera at the screen, but you know I knew that everybody else was doing that. So I actually started one of my deep dives just into into this rather than... Uh, you know, because you've probably already seen 200 other YouTubers. Oh, here's what you click the button. <laughs> uh, but after you push the button, you get three questions or statements that you must agree to saying that, you know, one, that Tesla's going to be monitoring you, two, that they can take this back, and three, this is, you know, this is not autonomy. Uh, you need to watch it, blah, blah, blah. So after you hit OK and submit on that, then the car starts snarking on you, just like with Tesla Insurance. And there are a couple categories that they watch you, watch you over. So let's take a look at those. So this is my phone. It's it's a, a Galaxy Fold. So you either get a narrow screen or a, a squat screen. And uh, before this, we decided that the narrow screen looked better. Uh, so you can see that for the since the button came out and I pushed it to lunchtime today, I got it a 99 overall. And you can see the categories that, you, that Tesla is not too happy with me on, such as hard braking. And you can see that I was doing all right for a while, and then I started getting worse, and now I'm uh, <laughs> I'm still underneath the fleet average, which is this solid line here. And then we can look at another category, and we can see that Tesla really thinks I'm an aggressive turner. Uh, at the, my very first trip, I was way above the fleet average, and then I've got that down to zero. Now that I know what they were looking for. Now Casey doesn't turn at all. He just goes straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, he turns by leaning like a motorcycle. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, so you can see that they they uh, they also grade you on forced autopilot disengagements and unsafe following. Uh, those I have not had a problem with. Uh, also, I didn't have any problems with forward collision warnings. Those three kind of go together. So we can drill down into it by looking at the daily details. And you can see how you did each day. So today was not perfect. It was 98 because you can actually drill into the trips. And you can see that my first trip of the day, I got caught by surprise by some brilliant individual <laughs> blocking the driveway from the main road, but in stealth. So uh, it's like, oh, <laughs> there's somebody there. <laughs> they're not just slow. They're, they're there. Uh, so that was my first trip of the day that, that ruined the day. But I've, I've been bringing it back, you see, with two other trips. There Let's you go. Let's go back to daily. And then we can see I got perfect scores those other days. One day I kind of cheated. I went around the block because I didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> um, but then you can see this is my very first day. It looks like a really bad day because uh, I had the aggressive turning, apparently, and a little bit of, uh, a little bit of heavy braking. But if you drill into it further... You can see just like today, it was my first trip of the day that did me in. So on this day, there were a whole bunch of just terrible drivers. And I noticed that of these terrible drivers, 50% of them had their gas flap open. So that tells you just how bad they were at keeping their stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> so in order to, to avoid you know playing bumper cars at one of these brilliant individuals, uh, you can see that I had a, 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 an aggressive turn where I jumped out of my lane because they decided that they needed it more than I did. And, well, we all know what happens with Teslas and, and major sheet metal work, so I didn't want to be involved in that. No, that's worth a bad score, regardless. Yes, exactly. So then they have what they call the safety score simulator. So if, unlike me, uh, you are... Uh, or actually, this is a good example. It actually drilled into the one trip. So if, if, if this is a problem you keep having, you can say, well, what if I... I'm able to get the aggressive turning down to a five. And then they updated, that'd be a 97. Uh -huh. So this is like a, this is like a test area where you can yeah. kind of say what I can improve upon, uh, can uh, show the uh, scores of what it would be. Exactly. And so here it's like, well, if I, uh, if I, if I eliminate the, uh, the aggressive turning, which as you saw, I did do. Uh, what does that do? That takes me up to a 98. So then what if I get this down to 0.2% of uh, hard braking? Because this is DC, you know. That gives me 100. Look at that. So I just need to need to not get my hard braking as high as so, I need today. So you have, a, you have an issue with hard turning. Aggressive well, not turning. anymore. Now it's hard braking. But, but, <laughs> but the aggressive turning, what... What did you find was the difference between aggressive turning and and non-aggressive turning? What what what's the difference? So um, what 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 Tesla considers to be an aggressive turn is anything more than 0.4 G's at sideways. So what I started to do is I started pretending that I have a well for general I pretended that I have a bowl with a marble in it that's spinning around. And if I make the marble come up out of the lip of the bowl, then I lose for the day, right? And then that, that, that's still too aggressive of a turn for Tesla. So what I started pretending is that now there's somebody in the middle back seat behind me with a weapon, and they've just been through back surgery. <laughs> and the weapon is aimed at me. So, so now I just go a little bit slower in my turn, and, and I'm good. <laughs> so that would be the way to avoid the Gs, would be to slow down the turns. Way so, down. Uh, 
no more no more up on two wheels as you're cornering. I was never on two wheels, but remember the Model X has has really fat rear tires, and and then the front yeah. tires are as big as some sports cars. So yeah. it, it'll stick, and and so that's why I was a bit un, not understanding what was going you're on. Generous but, with the throttle as you were going through the corners. Right. So 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 as I'm going into the turn, I'll start slowing down before I get into the turn, and then uh, at that point I just maintain whatever momentum I've got. Just just keep the pedal where it is, maintain it, come through, and then as I'm exiting, just hammer it again, hit the lightning pedal. Well, hammering it's okay. probably okay. not maybe a good thing. Maybe not hammering to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably <laughs> but, uh, not but, a good thing to do. Yeah. But if I had an acceleration after that or a braking after the turn, then I would continue to accelerate or brake after I'm no longer got the angular momentum going on. The the other thing I've noticed is that they for for, for this program, they ignore the acceleration. But they are watching you accelerate. So if you're interested not just in the FSD beta program, but you're also interested in Texas and New York with that Tesla insurance. Insurance. Uh, be mindful that they are actually watching the acceleration. They're just not giving you demerits for it because they aren't looking at that at the moment. Right, right. Yes. So Kenny's And asking, Kenny asked something about the insurance, uh, even though he doesn't have, is the uh, system still tracking him? You can bet they're still tracking you, even though you can't see it, even though you don't have uh, FSD at all. Uh, <laughs> I am sure that our information is logged and held. So so uh, one of the items you'd give them is permission for the detailed logging. So as, as Mark said, they probably know a general idea of what's going on, but this time they know exactly what you're doing. So if you've pushed the buttons, then yes, uh, Tesla is actively tracking it and they are generating a score for you. And what I found was this afternoon, my, my Android app was able to update and, and, and get the, the 4.1.0 so that I could see my own scores. Prior to that, I was using my iPad and uh, and looking at them when I got home. Yeah, that's because they yeah. released the uh, Apple version first, and uh, well, and we're still working on the Android version. They they released them both at the same time. This happened when we got the new UI as well. They 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 both came out together, but something was just not right about the Android, and they pulled it. And and that happened again this time. But at least this time it was only four days and not a whole week, right. <laughs> because. Uh, can you imagine, like, if you had no Apple devices available and, and, and you know, your seven days had passed and there was zero chance of getting back in? <laughs> You'd have no idea what your score would be and you would have no idea what to correct or work on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would be and a then, problem. Uh, Gook is asking if I can engage Sentry from the phone. Absolutely, I sure can. Uh, it's on the security page on, on the main page, but my address is on there, so I, I can't show you. Yeah. <laughs> And then Zach says hello. Hello, Zach. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, with that, that's uh, we, that's some interesting talk, stuff. Did we talk? Uh, do we have a story about what comes next with the button, or, or can I go ahead and talk about that now? You can go right into that. Okay. So after what was originally going to be this coming Friday, um, so Elon just can't tell time. Friday to him is Saturday, Saturday morning. <laughs> um, we were supposed to then, you know have turned in our tests and then we would see who gets you know blessed with the button with the the other button the, the, the actual software and well it looks like that's going to be a week from friday what does that sound like <laughs> two weeks baby <laughs> so so the first thousand people will be uh, added based on their safety score assuming that the you know the top scores assuming that there are people with 100 and there, i've seen them there are people with 100 
So the first thousand people to get a hundred, and then so on next thousand, and then when they run out of people who get a hundred, they're going to move down to people like me with ninety-nine, thousand, 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 and then ninety-eight, and so on. Uh, what I'm hoping here is that I can get it to ninety-nine point eight or whatever, and they round it up to a hundred. So that's that's my goal is to get get into the hundreds. I'll be at the bottom of the hundreds, but whatever. Hey, doesn't matter as long as you're in the hundreds, right? Right. <laughs> so yeah. so. Replay this again. So this Friday will not be the day that they start to bring in some of these groups of a thousand people. It's it going to be appear... a week following that Friday. Right, right. Because when you when you when you're talking with Elon Musk or Microsoft, you got to look very precisely at what was actually said, and and what he said was ten point two. Following, they're going to add in more people. So that would imply literally that 10.2 comes first he's remember he's got the computer brain so after 10.2 comes out then they'll let in a thousand people yeah so uh and that's that's the other thing is that is that even if you get a hundred percent and you you know you you've broken all the rules that you normally do in driving just to get that hundred percent you get it and you maintain it for a week guess what you're gonna have to keep it up because yes. if your score drops off the cliff after you get FSD beta, they're going to pull you from the program. They reserve the right. It says it right there when they, when you authorize them to track you. And, and, and we've seen them remove people from the uh, current version of the beta as well. But, but the way to look at it this way is if it's as good as Elon thinks it is, then the only time you'll be driving after this for a while will be when it messes up. Or if you're going past a road, you know it can't handle at all. So... Uh, as, as we've seen with my score, I, I had a lot of heavy braking and, and wild turns, but Autopilot was the one doing all of that stuff, not me, other than the ones that called me out on. And Autopilot scores don't count against your score. So Right. If you continue. use Autopilot, Elon had said that it's automatically a good rating uh, yeah. in the uh, tracking software. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, uh so we're not going to know the first group that gets in until not this Friday, but a week from Friday, a week after Friday. So a week uh, after Friday. Yeah. So, Fr Friday. Uh, <laughs> Saturday morning. Friday's such a, a, you know, it could be any Friday, really. Yeah, Friday, but, Saturday. But, 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 but I mean, if you're looking at Texas time or California time, definitely East Coast time, but Texas or California time, it, it was fully Saturday by the time they, they started any of these. Because <laughs> midnight on Saturday is Saturday, not Friday. <laughs> As Casey knows, because he got zero sleep on Friday and Saturday, so uh... felt like a champ. And that I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> just hanging out by the phone, just waiting and waiting and waiting, and well, nothing I, fig happens. I figured it'd be easier to stay up than to get up. And well, you I should have sleep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you know, next time, just go to sleep. Regular right. time. And uh, it'll be a lot easier getting up because uh, yeah. it may be yet getting up regular time, anyways. So. Right, and that may be why I got such a bad score. I was I was sleep deprived, so I was more exactly. susceptible to, he had to the jack legs. <laughs> waiting for it to show up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about that Central Time. Uh, we've yeah. got uh, Giga Texas uh, received a surprise. Uh, the annual shareholder meeting that had already been set up by Tesla to happen. Uh, at uh, Fremont uh, has been moved. So it's now going to happen at Giga Texas. So uh, yeah. another uh, 
feather in the cap of uh, Texas, obviously with Elon uh, working so much at SpaceX uh, in uh, Florida, I'm sorry, in Texas, and also, of course, uh, probably going back and forth to uh, Gigafactory Texas anyways, watching the construction. Uh, he is, uh, he would rather have it uh, closer to him. So uh, that's where it's going to be. Now, whether or not this is going to move around at all, or if that's the last time California sees it, I guess uh, we'll have to watch. But um, we do know that uh, Elon was not all that pleased with California a little while back at, uh, in the uh, first and second wave of the pandemic. And, uh, and some silly uh, California representatives uh, even, you know, egged him on. Uh, with a few comments here and there on Twitter. And uh, so uh, we'll have to see. Uh, is California uh, starting to appear in his rearview mirror? Although we have to say the Megapack uh, new factory is being built in California. So it's uh, it just may be semantics. We don't know. We'll have to see as time goes along. <laughs> yeah. But, um... uh, yeah, so... Um, Casey, there's um, another thing about uh, an update that just rolled out, and this could be from maybe some some problems, or sorry, some investigation that's going on from the National Highway uh, Service. What's what's that with emergency lights? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, wait, is this another story, or are we just talking about? Yeah, another story. Oh, okay, well, I wanted to talk about the, uh, the the Texas thing real quick. Um, so, with the Texas, uh, another speculation that came up was that. Um, it's also possible that since since Alameda County seems to really have it in for Tesla, uh, that that if you're in another state, then a California County can't control what you do, and especially in with with the Texas being in the state that they're in as of uh, no control, the libertarian awesomeness, uh, that 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 was another possibility for why they wanted to be somewhere else, and one other bit of speculation was not the political social commentary but that maybe it means the factory is going to be done enough that they want to show it off possibly that it, it's definitely getting close so it wouldn't surprise me if there were a few lines that were you know parts of the lines that are ready to be shown off definitely that's mm -hmm. uh yeah that's uh excellent speculation i think that uh, is something that very much could happen and of course uh you know, uh, Tesla's always looking for that uh, free advertising and uh, having that ability to show off a, a line or uh, uh, some machinery that's actually working, producing cars uh, would be a, a win for uh, Tesla all around. So, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So uh, what Mark was asking about was the emergency light update. So in the... Uh, latest versions uh, it wasn't just the one with the button but the the latest series of updates uh there's there was the emergency light response and i think that i've seen this myself but it also could have been reacting to the slow lane next to me but we have seen video of other people where it explicitly calls out on the little pop-up like construction or passing slow traffic or whatever you know where the mind of the car is showing you what it's doing uh where it says that it sees flashing lights at night and it's slowing down for them it'll slow down at 45 miles an hour until either the lights go out or you've passed them or if you push the accelerator. This is directly in response to a lot of the criticism that, that Teslas don't do the right things with stop traffic on the side of the road. And that's okay because it's still your responsibility. 
but this will help you do the right thing as well because you're supposed to move over and slow down and and what we saw is that uh, when it is flashing lights even if you're in the next lane over which you're still supposed to be going slower there it does slow down to 45 miles an hour until you pass the first responders and that's pretty cool according to the model 3 and model y manual this only functions at night hopefully this goes fleet wide and uh during all times of day really soon well that's that's the thing that they've had a problem with it's not necessarily just at night but there there was an issue with uh, hitting vehicles in the in the daytime as well um vehicles that were stationary at the side of the road um there was a you know there's a fire truck hit uh, a couple times um so there was that uh but but what is interesting here is that with tesla's ability to send uh, over-the-air updates to their cars, they can work on this, send it out fleet-wide after they believe they've got part of the problem fixed or adjusted, uh, and they can test it uh, and put another fix in place and send that out as well. So uh, they do have that capability. I'm just, um, it's interesting that they've looked at the night version first. Um, not sure as to why that would be uh, maybe it's easiest to detect the lights with the cameras uh, in the night because, of course, the contrast. Uh, that could be part of the uh, the solution uh, for that. But uh, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting to see if. Uh, but but let's let's face it: the people that hit those stationary vehicles, they were not paying attention at all. Right. Like like you you cannot approach a vehicle and see it stationary and. And you're doing nothing about it going, oh, the car will take care of it. I don't really care. I'm not, I'm not even watching. And that is the problem that existed, that these drivers weren't taking it seriously, that they need to be the stewards of the car, that uh, that this is just a, a driving assist feature. It is not full self-driving. It's never been advertised to the client as a, a full self-driving package yet. People know it's coming, but really handing all your the abilities over the car and just not monitoring anymore, you're the one that's at fault. Um, whether it's called autopilot or whether it's called auto assist or whether it's called uh, whatever, uh, it's it's something that you as the owner of the vehicle are responsible for. So uh, I have to... tells you every time you turn it on, hold the wheel, pay attention, you got this. <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, it's remarkable that so many people would ignore it at their own peril. Uh, and uh, But again, is it really remarkable? There's so many people out there that aren't paying attention even in regular cars. Uh, and and, and I understand why, why this has been so hard for you know, Tesla and other semi, uh, semi-autonomous or power assist, whatever you want to call it, cars. Uh, as a human, I find the pattern of flashing lights that most police and fire trucks give off on the side of the road very disorienting. And, and I mean, already I slow down, but but even then, it's like, am I in the right lane? Do I want to get in the left lane? Where, where is the best way to get away from these people so they can do their job? And that part is challenging uh, optically, but then you've got the fact that all of these cars up until the newer Teslas, they all use radar. And, yeah. and, and, and radar filters out non-moving objects because there's so much stuff on the side of the road that doesn't move. You've got the sides of bridges, you've got bushes, trees, guardrails parked cars well 
these are parked cars. And, and, and then you also have the speed differential. On Tesla, it was 51 miles an hour. On some of the other cars, it's as low as 40 or 30 miles an hour differential. So if you're doing 70 and they're doing zero, you're well over that differential of 51, 40, or 30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I bring up uh, the Texas case that's going on right now? Sure, go ahead. So there's a case right now of five police officers that are suing Tesla because they think that that Tesla should have done better to stop the drunk driver that hit them. And I thought that was interesting until I read the next paragraph in the article that said they're also suing the restaurant that gave the guy the alcohol, so or gal. Uh, so that, to me, that sounds more like a money grab because whoever hit them is obviously going to have enough insurance to pay them. So they're going after the, the restaurant, which has their own liability insurance, and Tesla, which is billions of dollars, to try yeah, and like, what's, a Yeah, what's the difference there? Like, really, what's the difference that that person got behind the wheel of a regular gas car? You know, are they going to sue Chevy because... The car still started with the key that they had bought. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would where, get it if he, had a, if he had a breathalyzer and, and that still let the car start. Okay, sue the breathalyzer company because it should have yeah, stopped him. Yeah, but... <laughs> but this is not the case. Uh, that right. person could have got behind the wheel of any car. And maybe they wouldn't have gone quite as far, but they certainly could have gone onto a freeway. They certainly could have gone onto a, a surface street and slammed into somebody else and killed somebody else. Like, it it's ridiculous uh it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous that that they're saying that tesla is at fault uh because someone right. got too drunk and again drove a vehicle that they weren't supposed to if if they had any other car there's nothing stopping them from getting in those cars and driving and committing you know some sort of crazy accident it's it's got nothing to do with the car itself Right, and then their allegation that Tesla's doing nothing about this. This forty-five, this this light's slowing you down to forty-five miles an hour. That's something. The fact that it moves you over in the lane when you're near a truck. It didn't just do that with the trucks. In later updates, before the lights thing came in, if it's recognized there was something stopped on the side of the road, like pedestrians or like a tow driver, any sort of like where it could tell because they had cones or flashers or whatever. My car had actually been for almost six months now, been moving itself over in the lane to the paint. Not on the paint, but next to the paint, just like when running next to a tractor trailer, to give them a little bit extra room, even though it knew I should have been over in a lane, period. That yeah. is a great point by Kenny. Put that up on screen. He heard it from a different podcast, <laughs> but that is that is a great... Maybe we should start talking about FSD being future self-driving. Yes. <laughs> uh, because, you know, that that's exactly what it is. It's not full self-driving today. It is to be full self-driving in the future. So uh, right. that that might be very interesting to use that. So yeah, because uh, yeah. if, if you run it driverless, then you're breaking the law right now. So until yeah. it has its own driver's license, it cannot drive by itself. You need to be there to watch it like a, like a, like a teenager with a permit. Exactly. Except exactly. now you can touch the pedals and the wheel instead of having to hope that that corner of the wheel you can't touch is enough to save your life. Well, I got some uh, good news uh, yeah, happening good news. out of... Uh, uh, this would have been happening out of the Cato location, I believe, uh, for mm -hmm. Tesla, is that uh, Tesla's hiring uh, for their 4680 battery lines. And that is important because, of course, we know that the battery constraint issue, and, of course, it's tied to the Cybertruck, it's tied to the Semi, it's tied to the Roadster. They, they all need the 46... Yeah, they, they all need the 4680s. Uh, yes. And the, the Model Next is not going to exist without the cost efficiencies of the 4680. 
So uh, having uh, Tesla advertising that they need more employees uh, for the 4680 line is great news uh, that obviously they're comfortable uh, with the amount of batteries that are coming off and the uh, different configuration of those batteries. So they're they're happy with the chemistry. They're happy with uh, how they're turning out. So starting to ramp up, and that is fantastic news that we can start getting some of those 4680s into actual cars. Uh, and of course, uh, as those tests at Cato Road continue, uh, other battery ma manufacturers that have uh, already have deals with Tesla they can follow that same blueprint and push the 4680 canisters into their operations as well. So, uh, yeah, what that that Cato plant has to be running at uh, you know great efficiency uh, in order for them to uh, roll it out to, to others. So uh, this is good news. Asking for for more employees, and they may they may even be comfortable enough to move on to the next stage at this point. Like it might be that they have have such a good yield that they don't have enough people to to do that next stage so they're just getting ready and, and when those people show up they'll move on to good things exactly now we i should have probably maybe rolled this last next story into yeah. one that was closer uh we kind of separated <laughs> it out but uh casey what's going on with the fudsters out there as it relates to fsd so they're they're Getting their knickers in a twist, clutching their pearls. Oh my goodness, uh, Hergus and Murgatroyd. Uh, they're saying that uh, that uh, that uh, some of them are even freaking Congress people. Uh, they're saying that oh my goodness, you're sending out untrained drivers to test this stuff with my wife and children on the road. Uh, as I said at the end of the previous story, they're not untrained. They have their driver's license. They they are in control of these cars. And 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 again, if you had a teenager who is on their permit, they are a greater danger to you than this computer system with 8 billion miles of experience under its belt, plus the driver with anywhere from, you know, 1 to 20 years of traffic experience, probably more than 20 for some of these Tesla owners, I'll tell you what. And and, and, and so the, 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 the concept that they are putting you at risk is insane. And, and one of the critics was clipping one of Gally Russell's, uh, Gally Lewis, Gally Russell? Uh, Hyperchange clipped his his um, one of his videos where it took him a little while to uh, see where the car was going because he was testing at three in the morning and the car swung very wide into the next lane and obviously if he thought it was a danger he would have took over and stopped the car from from making that maneuver but since it was three in the morning there was no pedestrian or other traffic he wanted to see what the yeah car he wanted would to do. see what would happen with it right yeah and so they were clipping his clip and 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 trying to imply that this was happening on the streets with other right. users broad daylight uh, in the middle yeah. of uh, in the middle of rush hour yeah the only person in danger was galley himself and again you know he's not going to risk his life for uh, a youtube video so <laughs> i mean come on guys yeah it's, it's amazing it's amazing how many people are jumping to conclusions on information that they don't even know if it's real yeah. they don't know how the system works they don't know how it's being implemented. They don't know how many people are using it. And yet they're indicating that, you know, this is a danger to everybody that's out on public streets. And they don't and realize that, that it's, it's been going on for two years now. It's, it's simply <laughs> not the case. You know, there's, yeah. it's, it's, and, and then again, as we've shown in the earlier uh, story today with uh, Casey's uh, driver score, it's letting you know you are going to have to be regimented in order to get into that club to use it. 
And yeah. as I mentioned, if you drop out of that club because you stop paying attention, you're going to be kicked out of the FSD beta. So this is a, this is something that uh, people are going to have to take seriously. And we can see there's a ton of people trying to get into this program because they want it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But if they don't live by it, they're not going to be in it for very long. So uh, I have to say that uh, this is a this is a really good way for Tesla to weed out the people that are the bad actors. Uh, it's going to make people perform the the act of driving in a safe manner. And if they decide that they're only there to get the clicks and uh, they will be out of it rather quickly. They will be yeah. kicked out because their driving behavior will have changed and the car is going to notice because exactly. guess what? It's going to record everything you do. And uh, you know, uh, it's going to remember everything you do. So it's, uh, it's something that uh, I think is a, it's an excellent way. Now, if, if you're really concerned and saying, listen, I don't want to drive like this and I, I don't want to be uh, having to watch and think of what everything I'm doing uh, in uh, whether I'm hitting the, the gas pedal too hard or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, lightning pedal too hard. Or if I'm uh, <laughs> if I'm, uh, you know, if I'm turning aggressively, then guess what? Just sit on the sidelines and wait for the actual full FSD package to be released. And then choose more, to use it when you want to use it. Exactly. So there's need no more need. backseat ballers and less backseat bandits. <laughs> there's no need for you to worry about this at all. Just uh, sit it out, enjoy your car, and when FSD comes along finally, you'll have it because you already paid for it. You'll get it. But at that point, all the hard work would have been done. All the edge cases should have been ironed out, and you will have a, a package uh, that uh, will work you know, in 99.999% of the cases out there. So, yeah, this 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 FUD that's being spread from people are just basically uneducated people that are making comments about something they know little or nothing about. Yeah, and then uh, they act like this is a driverless system in training. It's not yet. The, the, the driverless comes after they get their certification to, to, to run with a driver in the seat. And then we'll see probably another program where it goes under where the car can go driverless. But that's, that's going to be a long way off. We're, we're not there yet. Right now we're just trying to get to the point where we can trust the car to navigate the city. Just like with Navigate on Autopilot. Right now you have to keep your hand on the wheel and it will pass slow traffic. It'll take the uh, exit. It'll take the, the junction to the next on-ramp to the next highway. But it won't go on the city streets. So now this is working on the city streets for us. Yeah. Yeah. And in our last story of the evening, we talked about Tesla Fest last weekend. And this, of course, is going to be the, the uh, opening, uh, soft opening, showing the people of uh, around uh, Gigafactory Berlin uh, what uh, Tesla has been working on all these months. And uh, they have uh, apparently uh, applied uh, for a waiver uh, for the Tesla Fest uh, to open it up to 9,000 uh, people to appear uh, and, and show them the factory and uh, take them on test drives and uh, show them what Tesla's really been up to. Uh, and, of course, uh, with COVID, there are restrictions in place. 
about how many people can be in certain spots, if they're indoors, if they're outdoors. And of course, every country is a little bit different here and there. Uh, but uh, Tesla's applied for a waiver to see if they can bring in more people uh, to uh, take them into the factory and show them what's going on. So, uh, yeah, that's that's coming up October 9th, I believe it is. So uh, that, uh, yeah, we'll have one more show before that. But again, if you're if you're going to Gigafactory uh, Berlin, please take a few videos. Uh, let us share those with us, and uh, we'd love to see uh, what that's going to be like on the 9th. So, and what's Kenny saying here? Um, you believe Elon was actually surprised at how many people who paid for FSD were actually interested in the beta. <laughs> He's not normal in the head, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Elon, Elon, I don't know why Elon was surprised at the response. Like, like as, as Kenny said, thousands of people paid thousands of dollars, and some people had started subscribing to this thing. So I don't know why he thought that there would be uh, less of a take rate than there is. <laughs> Come on yeah, because because let's face it, the Tesla crowd is typically a tech crowd, and they're yeah. willing to get the beta and the alpha versions and play with it just like they are with their computer devices and and, and operating systems and programs and such. So yeah. that's not a big surprise. Absolutely correct. Uh, but uh, again, the argument has been raised also that people are demanding that they should get it regardless of their driving. And you know what? Not yet. That's not, yet. not, what, you, that's not what you paid thousands of dollars for. Right. You paid not thousands of dollars for the actual package, yeah, not the, the beta. Yeah. So uh, guess what? Just wait. You'll get the well, finished product. But uh, The way to look at it right now is, is, is aside from the FUDsters, you're, you're, th this is a nascent system. It is learning from us. So do you want it to learn from the bad drivers or do you want it to learn from the good drivers? And then when you, you know, regular Joe Blow. Then when we expose it, it to the bad drivers, we'll have a, we'll have a reference point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we'd much rather let the uh, good drivers take hold first. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is going to be fun though. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a journey. It has been a journey, but yes. uh, we are getting closer to the goal line. So, and we can see we can see that there are some definite uh, milestones that have been met, and uh, more are coming up. So, uh, oh, this brings up a point. We I don't know if it was us or somebody else had speculated that perhaps since this was supposed to come out on Friday, that it might have meant that they got to realize some more money before the end of the quarter, and well. If that was the case, it's going to be thoroughly into October, so that won't count. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We did bring up that point. Yeah. With that, if you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up at this point. Press that subscribe button if you haven't already. That helps us out, uh, gets us in front of more eyes, and, and supports the show. We would really appreciate that. Uh, you can also follow us uh, on our social platforms. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow us at, at the Tesla Life. And, of course, our Facebook feed is the Tesla Life numeral one. And uh, you can keep up to date throughout the week of the changes that happen as uh, Patrick and I report on those, uh, those uh, stories and topics as they come to light. I'd also like to thank Casey for his help uh, with the uh, live broadcast. Uh, he, is, he has guided us through this, uh, which uh, we had a few bumps here and there, but it's starting to run pretty smoothly. So way to go, Casey. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent job. Yeah. 
And with that, uh, some shout outs, Casey, what do you got? What do you got happening on your channel? You, we already heard about the uh, deep dive. Uh, yes. Is that, uh, is that available yet? It's not available yet. I've got all the files in the computer. I've got them lined up. I got to trim out like uh, police sirens and, and, and my phone rang. So I just got to trim those out. And then what, what's going to be in that is going to be my tips for how to get a hundred score. And of course my regular deep dive look into how this system functions. I, I'm going to skip all the driving. I'm going to do uh, all of my other summaries for the other car or the other software and then just put all the driving uh, after the fact because it is five, ten minutes of, of the car driving down the road. Some people are interested in that. Some people aren't. And you can find that at youtube.com slash Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. And if you liked this format on Sundays, I do uh, not just Tesla uh, like this for about one to three hours <laughs> so just pop in and out as you got time pretty and... wide. <laughs> well when i run out of stories i'm done and when i'm not then i keep going <laughs> uh, yeah. or you can catch it after the fact and, and fast forward through it at some point i'm gonna start putting chapter markers in them uh and now that i um am changing employers i should have more time in the evenings to do stuff like putting the chapters on there so this should make it easier for you guys to speed on through it because i know everybody else got life <laughs> <laughs> very good very good um also i wanted to uh indicate or remind people that this of course is the last week of national drive electric week and uh if uh you've got a an ev chapter close to you uh why not go down to the uh ndew or national drive electric week website click on the map for events and uh, check out and see if there's uh, an event happening near you uh, this coming uh, Saturday or Sunday. This typically uh, will be the last ones uh, for this uh, year's National Drive Electric Week. So uh, please give some support to some EV groups uh, in your area. Uh, if you happen to be in Waterloo, Ontario, our, our event happens this Saturday. So uh, I know Casey will be there. He's going to get in the car tomorrow and start heading in this way. But uh we have, we have we probably won't have people of that long of a distance showing up. But uh, if you're in Waterloo Region area, feel free to uh, register on the NDEW webpage, and we'll see you on Saturday. So uh, with that, we want to thank everyone for watching this evening, and uh, join us next week, and we will find out together what is happening in the Tesla life. Good night, everyone. Have yourselves a great week. You're muted, Casey. You're muted. Ah. And perhaps Patrick will help us bring about a future free from fossil fuels. Boom, boom, boom. Absolutely. Patrick will be here next week, hopefully.